If you were dining out and suddenly uh, the waitstaff came over and said, you have to stop, there's some poison in that food, you would stop. <laughs> you wouldn't eat it. Uh, if I came to you and said, you know what, complaining is poisonous to you, would you please just stop complaining? Maybe you would. Uh, the truth is grumbling is toxic to us. It's poison to, to ourselves and to those around us, our home environment. I'm John Fuller, along with my Focus on the Family colleague, Dr. Danny Huerta. And Danny, you have a counseling practice. You do a lot of different things, but uh, one of the things you do is counseling. And you probably see too, some... Yeah. yeah, gardening. And um, <laughs> uh, you probably see some complaining at the root of family issues from time to time. I don't know. I'm, I'm just taking a guess. Yeah, and it is very, very contagious. Uh, it creates a, a momentum in the house that is full of tension, stress, a lot of unhappiness is there. I remember a family that uh, came in to, to see me, and the, the dad was, was a very negative, complaining type of individual. Anything that you could think of, he would complain about, even the paperwork that he had to fill out and, and the way it was structured. There's a lot of criticism. He was a very critical individual. And you could see that uh, translating to a lot of tension in his home. His, his uh, wife and the two teenage boys uh, really did not like to be with him. Yet you could see the negativity coming out in those two boys, and the mom was trying to do something about that. She was a very optimistic, positive lady. And uh, I'll never forget when this dad came in and said, Danny, do you want to come with us on a trip to Texas? Uh, we're going to go uh, wrestle wild hogs and uh, would love to have you come with us. And then from there, just start complaining about everything that is wrong with yeah, it's hot wrestling wild and, hogs. And, yeah. and I said, well, you didn't really sell that very well. It doesn't make <laughs> me want to go. You know, uh, But anything that he could find to be negative about, he did that. Huh. Uh, his His family... Uh, was very different when he was not around. When I did sessions with just the three of them, uh, they could find joy. They enjoyed, they were very free in what they were talking about. They smiled. When he came in, it just got tense. Well, please tell me he saw the light at some point. Well, it took many, many years in his marriage not uh, surviving. Uh. He would not listen. He was one of those strong-willed leader types that uh, was very angry at his dad and blamed everything on everyone else. Mm -hmm. And uh, his wife wanted to work on things, and he never really wanted to do that. The boys, however, have gone through their own journey, and I have to tell you, they've, they've done a great job of recovering but owning their own thing and not doing what he did, which was blame yeah. their dad. And they're, they're owning their life and saying, hey, I choose joy, and I want to have life that's different. My dad mm. taught me what I don't want to do. And so that's the, the part that, that you want to realize. If you're, if people have told you, you tend to be a bit negative or critical, uh, keep in mind that that probably took a lot of courage to even bring up to yeah. you because they may uh, get blasted by you. So practice some self-awareness here. There may be a wonderful gift that you can give them this year. Excellent. Well, along those lines, let's go ahead and hear a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Tricia Goyer, um, who talked about a time when complaining overtook her home and caused her to feel underappreciated. And as a result, she started looking for affirmation and for joy outside of the home and uh, almost reconnected with an old boyfriend. It was a pretty dangerous circumstance. Here she describes what happened, though, after she cut off communication with her ex-boyfriend. 
that vulnerable woman who may be on social media today yes. talking to that old boyfriend, mm-hmm. not feeling appreciated in her 10, 15-year marriage, what do you say to her right now? She's listening. She's leaning in. Right. Because you're the point of the spear is right there at her heart. Well, I think the thing that helped me once I told John, like I'm so confessed, I what confessed was going on. what was going on. Like there's this boyfriend that's ailing me and I felt these emotions are rising up and I knew that I had to tell John, otherwise I could go farther and his love and compassion for me, his care for me. And probably he was a little bit scared too. Like, what do I need to do to help out? So you don't feel underappreciated. It just opened up the communication. And I think so many times we're afraid to reveal all that inside self, to tell that we're really struggling with our spouse, even though, you know, that's what intimacy is, asking someone to see into us. And, and so just that conversation just made me realize, like, I can open up to him more. Right. And, and John responded well as your husband. How did you approach the kids and how did they respond? You know, Mom needs help. Yeah, we sat down and we just had three kids at the time. We've had to do this multiple times since then. But like just sitting down with the kids and saying, Mom needs help. This is everything that's going on. You know, she's trying to work. She's trying to raise you guys. She has a laundry. Let's figure out ways to help them. And I think part of the grumbling is that we just get in the rut thinking things can't change when things can change. Right. We can make different. So we've done a chart chart with the kids that we have at home now. And it's just been the same one three years in a row. Who does the dishes on one day? Who does the bathrooms <laughs> on the other day? And it has worked. And it took me probably 30 minutes sitting down. I laminated it. So it's on the wall in my kitchen, laminated. We can make solutions instead of just getting in the rut of grumbling. Yeah, and trying to do everything. Let me ask you this in terms of the difference between unhealthy complaining and healthy complaining. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of Christians yes. were going to say it's never healthy to complain. Mm-hmm. Is it healthy to complain I at think, times? I think the, that word complaining is there's the muttering that's grumbling beneath your breath. That's really, you're, become, you're making yourself a victim. So when you're feeling like I'm a victim, no one appreciates me, that is unhealthy. When I can go to my husband and say, you know what, I'm really feeling overwhelmed. I need some help there. I wouldn't really say that's complaining. It's just like opening up the conversation. It's saying this is what's going on in my life. And John and I are good now about saying, okay, if we add on this sport activity with our kids, what are we going to do ahead of time? Because we know this is going to add busyness to our life. So we're kind of being proactive now. So it's having the conversations. So it doesn't always have to be complaints. It can just be communication. Yeah, and I appreciate that. You know, so often the scripture talks about bringing something to the light, Mm -hmm. meaning the presence of all, including God, so that the thing is known. Why do you think we struggle as human beings doing something so simple, which is to be vulnerable and to let people know that you're in trouble, you're in some pain and what's causing that pain. Why do we fumble with that or hide that thinking? And maybe this is oftentimes a wife thing where if he loved me enough, Mm -hmm. he would know where my pain is. But I'm telling you, ladies, just from a male (laughs) perspective, (laughs) we are not capable. Uh, You may love us a lot, but we don't get that. Well, in a way, our grumbling is power because all of a sudden, if we're grumbling, we feel powerful because all of a sudden, um, you know, especially my kids, I'd be grumbling and this is horrible and look at this room. Then they'll like start picking up. I'm like, okay, that's a little bit of power. It's not solving the solution. But in the moment, it's feeling like you're powerful, like something's happening at least because I'm grumbling. And because I'm complaining, so it's getting you some satisfaction. It's giving me some satisfaction, which I realize actually working with the kids and training them and guiding them is a lot better satisfaction because I don't have to deal with my grumbling or their grumbling. It's something that we can work on. 
you know, I really appreciate the honesty from Trisha Goyer about um, overall just seeing life uh, through an optimistic lens and not complaining and uh, how as a family, Trisha and her husband and kids learned how to communicate about household chores. So, Danny, there are probably some exercises that you've recommended over the years to families to start being more optimistic, more thankful, more grateful for the good things in life. Mm. Yeah, vitamin O and T, right? Optimism and thankfulness. I'll look and, for those uh, next time. Yeah, look for those vitamins <laughs> uh, at a store near you. Really, th- this is about you having the discipline to stop and see through a lens of gratitude. If you don't, that is truly a discipline. Hmm. If you don't, you, you naturally look for the missing tile in things. It's just as, as humans, we look for that. Uh, and we, are, we tend to be more of, of a critical type. So if you can lead the way for your family to maybe begin to write down the things you're thankful for, and something we did is we put a poster board uh, as we went out to the garage, and what we ended up doing is having each person have a different color marker and write down a different thing they're thankful for, and then to share why they're thankful for that, and to give it meaning. And our goal is to get as many on that poster board as possible. My daughter said, let's get 1,085 on there because that's her favorite number. I wish her number was a little lower. (laughs) But 1,085 different things on this poster board. And then uh, what a blessing that is to have our mind change to that or turn to that Mm -hmm. when things are not going right. And we can be reminded of that when we're leaving our home. And sometimes uh, as, as a family, we'll say, hey, let's do a high five. These are five things I'm thankful for in you. And if you've had a rough day together, that may be a very good way to end the day with your child, yeah. showing even though we had a hard time, here are five things I'm thankful for in you. And that shows a loving thing and that you're able to manage your emotions. You're not withdrawing love, but you're stepping further into love with your child. I appreciate that. And um, it's, it's incumbent on us as moms and dads to lead the way. We set the tone for the home. And if you'd like to learn more about practicing thankfulness in your family, uh, a starting point would be Trisha Goyer's book, The Grumble-Free Year, and we'll make that available to you uh, when you make a pledge or a one-time donation to the ministry of any amount. Uh, Stand with us, help us encourage parents, help us make a difference in the lives of millions of people around the world. And we'll have the link in the show notes for uh, opportunities to donate and get that book. And if you'll invest about five to eight minutes of your time with our free parenting assessment, you'll walk away knowing some things you're doing well and maybe some places that could use a little improvement. And John, one of the traits is gratitude, one of the traits of effective parenting. Oh, In a grateful parent, you bring it to your home. So the parenting assessment challenge, go take the parenting assessment if you've not done it and tell us if, uh, if you are a grateful person or if that maybe needs a little work. And then you should donate and get Trisha's book if that is. Um, All the details are in the show notes, and uh, we'll have more from Trisha next time. Uh, For now, on behalf of Danny and the staff, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.